Blog Talk Radio. Now and cleanse me 
what the Lord has been dealing in my life, the messages that the Lord has been giving me for you, for for all of us for the Kodeshim, because of course y'all know everything that I receive, I come here and I and I impart it to y'all. So, um I got a word here for praise. I got this from uh one of Derek Prince's um there's an echo. Uh-oh. Okay. How about now? Is there still an echo? Okay. All right. Um, if there's still an echo, okay, praise Jesus. All right. Um, Derek Prince, um, and this is how I look at it um, when it comes to praise and worship. You know, I've said it before. We enter, we enter the gates through Thanksgiving, and then the 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 altar of incense that's in the holy of holies. That's our praise and our worship. Uh, praise is God's address. Praise is God's address. It's where He lives. If you want to be where God lives, you're going to have to offer Him praise. When we praise Him. We offer him his throne. We make him welcome. We recognize his kingship. Praise is God's dwelling place and his throne. That is why I like to open up in praise and worship. I got some good praise and worship. We're going to be dancing tonight. We're going to be Clapping our hands It's going to be some real good stuff tonight Brothers and sisters I hope you all are ready I hope you all are ready to stand up and praise the Lord Hallelujah Come let us bow down in worship Let us kneel before the Lord Our maker For he is our God Okay hold on a second We got a dog barking here outside Let me close my windows Hold on That Alright, let me read this again uh, I I was thrown off there Praise is God's address It's where he lives If you want to be where God lives You're going to have to offer him praise When we praise him, we offer him his throne We make him welcome We recognize his kingship Praise is God's dwelling place And his throne Come, let us bow down in worship let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God. I am the King of kings and Lord of lords. I am also your shepherd, your companion, and your friend, the one who never lets go of your hand. Worship me in my holy majesty. Come close to me and rest in my presence. You need me as both God and man. Even though I am God, I had to come into this world as a baby and grow into the man who became your savior. That's the only way I could meet your biggest need, to be saved from your to your biggest need, which is to be saved from your sins. Since I was willing to give up all of heaven for you and to die a terrible death for you, and then you can be sure I will give you everything you need. So trust me 
as your Savior, Lord, and friend. Rejoice in everything I have done for you, and my light will shine through you into the world. How many out there want their light to shine into the world, brothers and sisters? Hallelujah. Well, let's enter into some praise and worship now. Clap your hands. Give the Lord some praise and worship. We're entering into his presence. We come in through thanksgiving. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We lift up your name, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Release your will tonight, Lord Father. Release your kingdom tonight, oh, Father. Release your kingdom and your will all around us, Lord Father, into the atmosphere, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah.
what it is. But when I know that I've put that old serpent under my feet, hallelujah, something gets a hold of them. Maybe you've never had that experience before, but this kind of dance will keep you out of a
Hallelujah. Glory to God. King Jesus, King Jesus. We know you hear us when we pray, Lord Father. We're down here, Lord, in Babylon, sending angel by our way. <laughs> As she knows, she said, we're down here in trouble, Lord. The enemy's bringing us trouble, Lord. Send your angels by our way, Lord Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah. How many out there can send the angels on their way? How many out there know how to release the angels out there? How many know, how many How many out there know that the Father knows you? You know, many, many, many Christians out there, they know who Jesus is. But does Jesus know who they are? When they send up their prayers, does Jesus say, oh, hey, hey, he's praying. Pablo's praying. Or, or Elvie's praying. Or Marietta, Sister Marietta's praying. We need to send them now. Send them now. How many out there can say that, brothers and sisters? This is the time we have to be in that place where when we pray, he sends the angels by our way. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are our king. You are our savior, Lord. You are the reason why we are still here, Lord. Father, you are the reason that we are alive. You are the reason for mercy and grace. You are our savior. You are the great healer. You are the one that purifies and sanctifies, Lord Jesus. You are the one that gives us the power. You are the one that gives us the dunamis power. You are the one that abides in us and we abide in you, Lord Father. Release your will tonight, Lord Jesus, to all my sisters and brothers, Lord. Release your kingdom tonight all around us, Lord Father. Oh, you are the King of kings and Lord of lords. You strengthen us. With your dunamis power, with your dunamate, Lord Father, release your your power to us. Release your dunamis to us, Lord Father, so that we can use it in this dark time, Lord Father. So that we can use it, Lord Father, to break down the walls and the barriers that the enemy has put up. So we can use your dunamis power, Lord Jesus, to break down the yoke of bondage around the people around us. To break the chains in the people's lives around us. To break the strongholds, Lord Father, in the people's lives around us, Lord Jesus. Strengthen us with your dunamis power, Lord. Colossians 1, 10 through 15 talks about the strength, the dunamis power that the Lord gives us, brothers and sisters. We, If you know how to access this dunamis power, then you are a mighty saint of the Lord. You are a kodeshim. Hallelujah. Father Jesus, right now we renounce, we break, we cut off, we dismantle and put an end to all ungodly curses, hexes, spells, decrees, assignments, uh, wiccans, covens. Lord Jesus, we put an end to all those things right now that are coming against us, Lord Father. All distracting, disturbing, and destructive measures that are coming against the uh, the Lord, the appearance minister, the, the Lord's hour. Against uh, any any brothers and sisters in the chat room, anybody listening, Lord Father, the the Lord's hour, Lord Father, we confront any Satanists, any warlocks, witches, shamans, voodoo priests, brujos, and the like who are casting curses, hexes, spells, assignments, and evil decrees against your servants of the Most High, Lord Father, against the Lord's hour, against the brothers and sisters that are listening to this show, Lord Father, we break them right now, we renounce them right now, we dismantle. We cancel every wicked assignment, 
everything that the enemy might be bringing our way, Lord, be bringing the saints of the Most High, the Kodeshim, your remnant, your body. Father, we cancel them right now by the power of Jesus Christ, by the power of the Most High, in the power of the name of Jesus Christ. For this purpose was the Son of God manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Right now we release, we employ the hosts of heaven, Yahavah Sabaoth. We employ, we release the hosts of heaven, Yahavah Sabaoth. Release your angels. Release your Zadikem Ruachim de Abaronai Elohim to war against the hosts of darkness, to war against the principalities, against the powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against the wicked government and the banker elites, against the spiritual wickedness in high places, Yahavah Sabaot. Release your army, Lord Father, to battle them. Release your army, Lord Jesus, to push them back. Release your army, Lord Father, to cancel their assignments and their plans. Release your army to cancel their technical plots and schemes to try to attack this message going out tonight, Lord Father. Lord Father, cancel the, the, the technical spirit of Bose, of Boise, Lord Jesus. Cancel them right now, Lord Father. Let this be a clear transmission. Give us open heavens tonight, Lord Jesus. Give us a clear message tonight, Lord Jesus. Lord Father, right now put the spirit of teaching on me, Lord God, so that I can uh, teach my brothers and sisters as well, teach myself, Lord Father. Right now, I release the spirit of teaching, Lord Jesus, upon my body, upon my tongue, Lord Jesus, so that I may release your words, Lord Father. Lord Jesus, right now, I yield myself to you, Lord Father. I yield, Lord. Lord Father, de let me decrease while you increase, Lord Jesus. Let thy will be done, Lord Father, right now, Lord Father. Not my will, but your will, Lord Jesus, be done. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I seal this prayer by the blood of the Lamb. I seal it right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Abaronai. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Brothers and sisters, it is my wish. It is my wish that all my loved ones, my friends, my neighbors, that they would all come to know the truth and they would all come to be prayer warriors and to join the army that the Lord is raising up right now. We need to make our callings and elections sure. You see, Jesus returned to the Father. He's sitting down showing that his work is done. His work is being done through us. We are his vessels now. We are the ones now on the earth. We are the physical manifestations. Romans uh, uh, 8, I think it's 18. The earth has been waiting for, our, for this physical manifestation for thousands of years. The disciples have been waiting for this. The disciples and the prophets of old wished that they had this time, that they had this moment in time, brothers and sisters. So we are here now. We have this moment in time. It is time for us to learn our weapons of warfare. It is time for us to learn our calling, to learn where we are seated, to learn our position. It is time for us to take this seriously because I'll tell you what, the enemy and his, the enemy and his camp is taking it very seriously. The enemy and his and his minions are taking it very seriously, brothers and sisters. The the secret uh, uh, clubs that I used to belong to, the uh, occult um, uh, secret societies that I that I used to belong to, they take it very seriously. They take their secrets very seriously. They take them so serious that people die when they release the secrets, brothers and sisters. And many have died already when they release the secrets that these secret societies have 
and the plans that they have for humanity. You see, their God is Satan, Lucifer, Isis, Osiris, Horus, whatever you want to call them, whatever they want to call them, they have them. The enemy has many names. He has many aliases. I know when um, when when there's um, people that go to jail. I, I work. I'm a nurse right now at a jail. Um, when when there's inmates that come in and they've been coming in for many years, they have many aliases. When they're convicts, they have many aliases. When they're criminals, they have many different names that they go by. Brothers and sisters, the enemy goes by many different names. Through the through the through the years, through the centuries, through the generations, he's managed to change his names many times, brothers and sisters. So whatever they call him, that's who they worship, and they take their plans very seriously. They 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 don't stop at what they're doing. They do them day and night, relentlessly, brothers and sisters. So it is time we rise up. We rise up with the power of God. And we be relentless, brothers and sisters. It is time that we rise up, brothers and sisters. It is time that we know our position, brothers and sisters. Let me just let me just uh, uh, put you in, in, in where you're supposed to be. We need to fight. We need to contend. We need to do battle. When apostasy rises, when false teachers emerge, when the truth of God is attacked, it is time to fight for the faith. Only believers who are spiritually in shape can answer the summons. The danger is real, brothers and sisters. There are many people that die. There, there, there's, there's murders. There's deaths. There's, 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 there's destruction. This danger is very real. Please don't take it lightly. Because I guarantee you that there ain't nobody in hell... Taking it lightly, brothers and sisters. False teachers have crept into the church, turning God's grace into unbounded license to do as they please. I said, many false teachers have crept into the church, including the Pope and all his uh, mafioso, papioso people. Many false teachers have crept into the church, turning God's grace into unbounded license to do as they please Let us be reminded of God's past dealings With unbelieving Israel With the disobedient angels And wicked Sodom and Gomorrah In the face of such danger Christians The Kodeshim The remnant The saints of the Most High Should not be caught off guard The challenge is great brothers and sisters but so is our God, so is our Yahuwah, our Yahavah, who is able to keep us from stumbling, brothers and sisters. This is how real it is, brothers and sisters. Let us be watching everything we do so that we don't get caught off guard, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Because Jesus is, is interceding for us, and we have to be his vessels here on the earth. We have to be his vessels in this dimension, in this three-dimensional world we live in. We have to be his vessels. You see, the enemy has his vessels, and sometimes he, he well, he, first of all, our, our Savior, he's a gentleman. Yeshua Mashiach, Jesus Christ, he's a gentleman. Abba, Adonai, he's a gentleman. He does not force himself on us. 
He does not force us to follow him. He doesn't force us. However, the enemy forces his people. Once the enemy has a stronghold on his on a vessel, he takes over that vessel. He is relentless pursuit over that vessel. And he makes that vessel obey him. He makes that vessel do what he wants him to do. And the enemy is not very nice about it. You can look at uh, some of John Ramirez's testimony. You can hear how, how mean the, the enemy is to his followers. And you have to do what he says. And he only gives you the half-truths and not the whole truth. So help me God. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. So our father, he's a gentleman. He's not going to force you. So that's why out of our, our own free will, we have to show him how much we love him. We have to show him that he can trust us. We, by, by us being obedient, we are showing him that he can trust us and that we're ready to go higher. That we're ready to go higher. How many out there are ready to go higher, brothers and sisters? Hallelujah. Let's go higher tonight, brothers and sisters. We are going to go higher in Jesus Christ. Why? Because he has seated us in high places, brothers and sisters. Praise you, sweet Jesus. Let us turn to Mark chapter 16. We're turning to Mark chapter 16. Praise Jesus. <laughs> it's so funny, you know, I have all these things already set up on the uh, internet and I'm ready to roll here and it never fails. I tell you, it never, he never, it never fails how the enemy always tries to hold things up. So that's why I keep my handy dandy Bible next to me. So we can just turn to the Bible. I can, I'm able to turn now through, um, through my handy dandy Bible. Praise Jesus. Okay. Mark chapter 16 in verse 19. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on, on the right hand of God. He sat on the right hand of God. Brothers and sisters, I'm going to give out a lot of scripture tonight. You might want to write this stuff down, take notes. So when Jesus' job was done, he went up and sat on the right hand of God. He sat on the right hand. Of Yahuwah, <coughs> God Almighty. Praise Jesus. Now let's turn to First Peter three. I can't. I can't. I can't count on this computer tonight. I tell you. All right, First Peter three, verse twenty-two. Who is gone into heaven, and is on the right hand of God? Angels and authorities and powers being made subject. To him. Keep that in mind. He's at he's on the right hand of God. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, sweet Jesus. Now Acts 2, verse 32 to 35. This Jesus hath God raised up, whereof we all are witnesses. Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted, and having received of the Father. The promise of the Holy Ghost. He hath shed forth this, which ye now see and hear. For David is not ascended into the heavens, but he saith himself, The Lord 
said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand, until I make thy foes thy footstool, until I make thy enemies thy footstool, sit on my right hand. Praise you, Jesus. Hebrews 10, 12. Hallelujah. Hebrews 10, 12. Praise you, Jesus. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. Sat down at the right hand of God. Ephesians 1, verse 20. And 21, Ephesians 1, verse 20 and 21, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come we are changing ages here brothers and sisters the Lord showed us in the word of God how it's time how we will know the time by all the signs and we are changing from age to age we're going from the dispensate from the church dispensational age from the dispensation of the church age And we're going to the dispensation of the glory, of the glorious kingdom, brothers and sisters. However, there's still a battle to fight. We must fight. And our Lord is sitting at the right hand of his Lord. (laughs) Our Lord is on the right hand of of Yahuwah. Our Lord is on the right hand. There is now a man, a spirit being, the Son of God, the Son of Yah, the Son of Yahuwah, Savior of humanity, at the right hand of Yah, at the right hand of Yahavah, Yeshua, Yahusha. That's Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters. Romans 8:34. Romans 8:34. Hang on to your seats, brothers and sisters. You're gonna you're gonna see the good message coming tonight, and you're gonna see where you're at. Okay, you're going to see exactly what your calling is. We are all royal priests, 1 Peter 2.9. We are all part of the body, 1 Corinthians 12, starting in verse 12 to 25. Colossians 1, Colossians 2. We are all part of this. We are all part of the body of Christ. He is the head. We are his body, brothers and sisters. Romans 8.34. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died. Yeah, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. He makes his intercessions for us. He's watching us. He's praying for us. He's 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 actually kind of like cheering us on. It's 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 really such a beautiful dynamic, what the Lord has done. I mean, it is really unbelievable, and the power. And our inheritance that he gives us, even on this three-dimensional world that we're living in, is really amazing. I tell you, I would not be here today if it wasn't for his power. I mentioned earlier how I I belong to some of uh, that secret society, the Masons. 
I was a, I became a master mason and I was around some pretty powerful people and um you know the problem with me that happened was uh I was told things and I realized that many people were going to die I I I I realized how the word of God was truth and how I had been warned at a very young age for all these things that are happening and what happened was the Lord knows that I can't keep no secrets. So since I can't keep secrets, I'm out here spilling the beans because people are going to die. People are falling prey. They're falling victim to the enemy. The deception out there is so great. The brainwashing, the MK Ultra, the paperclip project is working so great for the enemy that people are dying. People's souls are being are being cast into hell. People's souls are gonna are gonna be cast into hell, brothers and sisters. The level of deception is so great that I could not keep these secrets and I had to renounce my association and I had to stand on the foundation. I had to stand on the solid rock foundation that no matter what I have risked my life to give out this word. I have risked my life to say what I've been saying and I risk it all. For Jesus Christ I risk it all so that people will know What's going on I risk it all so that people will know the inheritance And the power that's given to us And how he covers us And how he protects us How he is our shield He's our shield in this world How he has protected me from the enemy How he has protected me From from whatever might come my way The Lord has protected me And he has protected my family And has kept us And has kept us Safe, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Let's look at Hebrews 4, uh, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14 through 16. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. But was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. So let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. I would say right now is the time of need. Right now is the time where we, where we need his power. Right now is the time where we need his strong right arm. Right now is the time where we need his shield. Right now is the time where we need the power, the dunamis power of Yeshua HaMashiach. Hallelujah. Isaiah 43. Praise you, Jesus. Isaiah 43, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. I'll give you a minute to turn to Isaiah 43. Oh, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 43, verse 13. Yeah, before the day was, I am he. And there is none that can deliver out of my hand. I will work, and who shall let it? There is none that can deliver out of my hand. Praise you, Jesus. Wait a minute. 4313. 
Okay, well, I guess that's not there. Oh, I'm sorry. Isaiah 43:13. Yeah, hand. The word hand here, if you look in the strong concordance, the word hand in Isaiah 43:13. My goodness gracious, my computer is working so slow today. I apologize about any uh uh Wow. If I would have known this, I would have brought out my my hard copy of the Strong's Concordance. Okay, here we go. In the Strong's Concordance, the word hand there means yod. It's strength, power. A portion, a sign, a part, a fractional, basically power, strength. So when the Lord tells us out of his hand, He can nothing take us out of his hand, that means can nothing take us out of his power, out of, out of his strength, brothers and sisters. Psalms 74, 11 and just so you know, we are given a promise. And for those that are in Jesus Christ, for the saints that follow the Lord, for those that, that seek the Lord wherever he goes, there's a great promise here tonight that I'm going to reveal to you. So you can understand what you are to do in this time. And you can understand what your position is, brothers and sisters. Psalm 7411, why withdraw us? Thou thy hand, even thy right hand, pluck it out of thy bosom. Psalms 110. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So we see here how the Lord Jesus Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. He's sitting at the right hand of God. We are in his we he holds us in his hands in Ephesians 2 6 it tells us we are seated with Christ the Kodeshim let's look at Psalms 110 the Lord said unto my Lord sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool David was used by the Lord to defeat the enemy David was a warring king who defeated many armies, defeated many of the enemy's armies all around him. He was a vessel of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Lord used him mightily. The you some people would say you could actually you can say that David was an extended vessel, that he was an extension of the strong arm, the strong hand of God. The Lord said unto my Lord, sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. We are also seeing here how David saw a, 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 a future of Jesus, how Jesus sat at the right hand of God after he was raised up. Until I make thine enemies thy footstool. The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. The people shall be willing in the day of thy power. 
In the beauties of holiness from the womb of the morning, thou hast the dew of thy youth. The Lord has sworn and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Look at 1 Peter 2.9. You are a, of the royal priesthood, a peculiar people. We This generation will not pass, brothers and sisters. We went from darkness into the light. The Lord at thy right hand shall strike through kings in the day of his wrath. Psalms 110 verse 5. The Lord at thy right hand shall strike through kings in the day of his wrath. His wrath is coming. And he's raising up his army. Look at Joel chapter 2. The Lord is raising up his army. Look at Isaiah chapter 60, 1 and 2. The Lord wants us filled with the light. Why? Because we are going to be we are part of his army. We are part of his power. We are part of his strong arm. We are part of his right hand. We are part of his brothers and sisters. He shall judge among the heathen. He shall fill the places with the dead bodies. He shall wound the heads over many countries. He shall drink the brook in the way. Therefore shall he lift up the head, brothers and sisters. So this right hand, this right hand is usually the more dominant hand. Now I, I know there's you know people that are left handed, but on a general on a general broad spectrum, we know that the right hand most most people are right handed and is usually the more dominant hand. Is usually the the strong hand, the more powerful hand. Strong's concordance number eleven eighty eight, the Dexios, a place of honor, authority, dominant. The right arm is usually the strong arm, brothers and sisters. The right arm is usually the strong arm, brothers and sisters. And our Jesus Christ and Savior, he's at the strong, he's sitting on the strong arm. He is the strong arm of God. He is the power of God. He is the power of Yahuwah. He is the power above all power on this earth and in heaven, and above all principalities, brothers and sisters, and we are in Christ, and we are in him. It says, if you abide in him, he abides in you. When Jesus ascended, he gave us the Holy Spirit, the very presence of God to dwell in us, brothers and sisters. Isaiah 40 and number 10, Isaiah 40 and verse 10, behold, the Lord God will come with strong hand. And his arm shall rule for him. Let's look up the word arm in the Strong's Concordance. The word arm means forearm, shoulder, strength, power, a symbol of strength, a force, political and military force. A political and military force. We are of this military force. We are of this power Brothers and sisters, if we abide in him, he abides in us. We are of this power, brothers and sisters. And we, we're we going to have to learn how to use this power. There, There's many out there that have learned to use this power. We have to test our weapons. We have to test our faith. We have to test the shield. We have to test the word, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Exodus 15 and 6. Exodus 15 and 6, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. 
praise you, Jesus. You're so mighty, so wonderful, so powerful. And you and our inheritance in you is so great. It's so unbelievable sometimes, Lord Father. Exodus 15, verse 6. Your right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Your right hand, which you can say Jesus Christ. Your Jesus Christ, O Lord, has dashed the enemy in pieces. Brothers and sisters, the victory is already won. We have to claim our victory, brothers and sisters. We have to walk around in victory, brothers and sisters. We can no longer walk around downtrodden. We can no longer walk around as if we have been defeated. Rise up, brothers and sisters. Rise and shine, for the light has come upon you. And right now when we're living in this apostasy, in these times where the, where the word of God is being used for financial gain, is being used to brainwash people, is being used to distort the truth, Lord Father, we have to rise up and declare the truth. We have to rise up and face the enemy. We have to rise up and show the enemy that we are victorious. We have to submit to God. He, the enemy will flee once we submit to God, the enemy will flee when he knows that you know how to tap into the power, when you know how to tap into the strength, when you know how to tap into the right, strong arm, strong hand of the Lord. The enemy has to flee, brothers and sisters, and there's nothing they can do to harm you. I know I'm a living witness of this. I'm a living witness that can nothing happen to me and my household, brothers and sisters, because the strong arm of the Lord, Jesus Christ, Yeshua Mashiach, is with me. Who can be against me? If he is for us, who can be against us? No weapon formed against us shall prosper, Lord Father. Hallelujah. We abide in him. He abides in us. Exodus 15, Exodus 15, number 6. Your right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, has dashed the enemy in pieces. And in greatness of your excellence, you have overthrown those who rose against you. You sent forth your wrath. It consumed them like stubble. Hallelujah. It consumed them like stubble, brothers and sisters. Now let's turn to Psalm 44. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for our inheritance. Thank you for the promise. Thank you for being a promise keeper. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Psalm 44, 3. For they did not gain possession of the land by their own sword, nor did they own arm save nor did their nor did their own arm save them. But it was your right hand, your arm, and the light of of your countenance because you favored them you are my king O oh god command victories for jacob command victories for your kodeshim lord father through you we will push down our enemies through your name we will trample those who rise up against you through your name we will trample those who rise up against you lord Lord Father, I will rise up, Lord Jesus, Lord Father, through your name, Jesus Christ, Yahavah Sabaoth, through your name, we will trample those who rise up against you. I am raising up the banner tonight, brothers and sisters. I am raising up the banner. 
tonight, brothers and sisters. There are many coming against the kingdom. The kingdom suffers violence, and you know what? The violence take it by force. This message might be a little violent, but I'm going to tell you what. The violence will take it by force. The violence will take back the kingdom of Yahabah. Because he's not playing games no more. The enemy has gone too far. Too many babies have been murdered. Too much bloodshed already has been shed. The innocent bloodshed has already been shed, brothers and sisters. Praise you, Jesus. Let's go to Deuteronomy. Praise Jesus. Deuteronomy chapter 33. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy chapter 33. Praise you, Jesus. Deuteronomy chapter 33 and 26. There is no one like the God of Yeshurun. There is no one like the God of the righteous who rides the heavens to help you. And in his excellency on the clouds, the eternal God is your refuge. And underneath are the everlasting arms. He will thrust out the enemy from before you and will say, destroy. And then Israel shall dwell in safety. The fountain of Jacob alone in a land of grain and new wine. His heavens shall also drop dew. Happy are you, O Israel, spiritual Israel as well, the spiritual uh, inherit, inheritors of the kingdom. Who is like you? A people saved by the Lord. The shield of your help and the sword of your majesty. Your enemies shall submit to you and you shall tread down their high places. And you shall tread down their high places, brothers and sisters. The Lord is going to tread down their high places. Who are they? Who are the enemies? Okay, let, let me just give you a little insight into what the enemies look like or what they have what they look like in the past. I'm sure now they have perfected this this uh DNA modification and the hybridization of their outward appearance. Let us look at Deuteronomy 2 starting in verse 9. And then the Lord said to me, Do not harass Moab, nor contend with them in battle, for I will not give you any of their land as a possession, because I have given Ar to the descendants of Lot as a possession. The Amim had dwelt there in times past, a people as great and numerous and tall as the Anakim. The Anakim. Um... Right now, there's a lot of chatter about the Anunnaki and Niburu and all this stuff. Well, they got the Anunnaki from Anakim. You see, the enemy changes names, um, aliases, so that people cannot recognize. But I'm going to tell you right now, the Anunnaki is a play on words right here from the Anakim. They were also regarded as giants like the Anakim. But the Moabites called them the Emim, the Imam. Aren't they waiting for their Imam to come out from the West or something like that? The great Imam or the Imams, whatever they call themselves. They were also regarded as giants like the Anakim. But the Moabites called them Emim. The Horites formerly dwelt in Seir, 
But the descendants of Esau dispossessed them and destroyed them from before them and dwelt in their place, just as Israel did to the land of their possession, which the Lord gave them. Now rise and cross over the valley of Zerid. So we crossed over the valley of Zerid. And the time we took to come from Kadesh Barnea until we crossed over the valley of Zered was 38 years until the generation of the men of war was consumed from the midst of the camp, just as the Lord has sworn to them. For indeed, the hand of the Lord was against them to destroy them from the midst of the camp until they were consumed. So it was when all the men of war had finally perished from among the people that the Lord spoke to me, saying, This day you are to cross over at Ar, the boundary of Moab. And when you come near the people of Ammon, do not harass them or meddle with them. For I will not give you any of the land of the people of Ammon as a possession, because I have given it to the descendants of Lot as a possession. That was also regarded as a land of giants. Giants formerly dwelt there, but the Ammonites called them Zamzumim, a people as great and numerous and tall as the Anakim. But the Lord destroyed them before them, and they dispossessed. But the Lord destroyed them before them, and they dispossessed them and dwelt in their place, just as he had done for the descendants of Esau, who dwelt in Seir. When he destroyed the Horites from before them, they dispossessed them and dwelt in their place even to this day. And the Avim, who dwelt in villages as far as Gaza, the Kaptorim, who came from Kaptor, destroyed them and dwelt in their place. Rise, take your journey and cross the river Arnon. Look, I have given into your hand Sihon the Amorite, king of Hezbon. And his land. He was also a giant. Basically, all these were giants, very tall, very big. And these were the descendants of the Genesis 6, the angels that came down and, and got with the women and had men of renown. These are the enemies of old. This is why um, the flood, this is why the Lord had to bring down his judgment and his wrath. And this is why in today's world we are seeing the things we're seeing. Because once again, they're trying to rise up and take over the world, brothers and sisters. This is nothing new. This is over and over and over again. History repeats itself. And over and over and over again, our Lord, Yahuwah, the, 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 the Father, the God of, of, of Yeshua Mashiach, of Jesus Christ, who sits at the right hand, who is the power who 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 goes and is the power and is the strength of God and and we abide in him brothers and sisters and he has destroyed them in the past he has destroyed them in the past he will destroy them again only this time he has he is raising his army and his army is going to be used in a mighty way he's going to be using his army in a mighty way Brothers and sisters, look at Joel chapter 2. His mighty army is there. Look at Isaiah 60. The, 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 the ones of light, the Kodeshim that are of the light, arise because the light has come upon you. Brothers and sisters, 
We must understand these things because when the time comes, you don't want to be caught overwhelmed. You don't want to be caught uh, um, uh, uh, unready. You don't want to be caught with your shield down. You don't want to be caught without your armor on. This is why it's important to be in the Lord every day, to walk in to walk in spiritual, to walk your spiritual walk every day, to carry your cross every day. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. As long as we're in this world, it's not going to be easy because the enemy and his demons, they're going to try to attack us every day, brothers and sisters. They're going to try to attack us every day, brothers and sisters. So that's why we must know where we are at. We must know our position. Our position is in Christ. Look at um, Ephesians 2.6. We are seated in high places with Jesus Christ. If you have laid down your life, you can be rest assured that the whole kingdom is looking at you and is backing you up. And he brings us the shield. He brings us all that he that we need to fight, brothers and sisters. Because while we're still here, we need to fight. There's many lost souls out there. There's many lost souls, and the enemy is doing all he can to deceive them, to steal their souls. We must fight the good fight, brothers and sisters. We have to give it all we got. And he shields us, and he gives us the shield to help us, the shield of your help and the sword of your majesty. Your enemy shall submit to you, and you shall tread down their high places. He's going to tread down their high places, brothers and sisters. And he's going to count on you to be obedient, to do what he needs you to do. Because this is a war that we are fighting. And until we are raptured, until we are gone, until we are captured out of this place, until we are harpazod, our nechatef, we need to fight this fight. But he gives us everything in our arsenal that we must use. Learn to use your weapons. Learn. Test your weapons. Test your faith. Test it. Test it. Test it. Praise Jesus. Psalms 47 and 9. The princes of the people have gathered together. The people of the God of Abraham. For the shields of the earth belong to God. For the shields of the earth belong to God. All the shields of the earth Belong to God, brothers and sisters. God makes all the shields. He is a shield maker. The enemy cannot hide. The enemy can try to put up his shield. The enemy can try to hide from the Lord. The enemy can try to put up their protective walls. The enemy can try to put up their protective barriers. But they cannot hide. And the kings and rulers of this world cannot hide from the power of Yahavah. They cannot hide from the power of Jesus. They cannot hide from the power that is within us. They cannot hide from the power that the Lord has put in us. That is why they want us gone. That is why they want us out of here. Because they cannot do their full plan until we are gone. Until the righteous are gone. Until the Kodeshim is gone. Until the restrainer is gone. You see, our prayers our decrees, our petitions are part of the restraining force that is restraining them. Our prayers and the power that is put within us is restraining the enemy from doing all he wants to do on this earth. And yeah, he's going to get 
his 15 minutes of fame. But that's once we're gone. But that's why they want us gone. Look at Psalms 2. Look at Psalms 2, uh, verse 2. The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. They need us to be gone. Because the rulers and the kings of the earth, they take counsel together, and they need us out of here. They say in verse 3, let us break their bonds in pieces. They don't want us to be in a strong bond with Jesus Christ. They don't want us to have a strong bond with Jesus Christ. They don't want us to have a strong relationship with Jesus Christ. They don't want us to know these truths, because when we know these truths, we restrain them. When we when we when we go into our prayer closet, when we put on the armor of God, when we abide in him and he abides in us, we restrain them. When our prayers go up, they are restraining forces that are restraining the enemy. Brothers and sisters, that's why they want us gone. That's why they want us cast away from them so they can go ahead and do what they their all their full plans, brothers and sisters. Let's look at Psalm 89. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Psalm 89. Praise Jesus. Psalms 89. We're going to start in 13. 89 verse 13. You have a mighty arm. Strong is your hand. I said... You have a mighty arm, strong is your hand, and high is your right hand. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Mercy and truth go before your face. Blessed are the people who know the joyful sound. They walk, O Lord, in the light of your countenance. In your name they rejoice all day long. In his power, in his strong hand, in his might, we delight, brothers and sisters. For our shield belongs to the Lord. Let us continue on here. In your name they rejoice all day long, and in your righteousness they are exalted. For you are the glory of their strength. Here it is. For you are the glory of their strength. He is our strength. He is the glory of our strength. What is strength? Dunamis, dunamate, power. Our power is through him. He abides in us. We abide in him. We have his dunamis power, brothers and sisters. And in your favor, our horn is exalted. For our shield belongs to the Lord and our king to the Holy One of Israel. Our shield belongs to him. He shields us, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah, I know for a fact that he has shielded me, and I have been waging war ever since. I have been spilling the beans ever since, because people are dying. Souls will be cast into hell fire, brothers and sisters. It's not a very nice situation for those that don't know. That's why we have to fight. That's why we have to contend. That's why we have to do battle. 
because this fight is real, brothers and sisters. Let's let's look at Ephesians. Um, and we need shields because we are in battle. Part of his strong arm, his right hand, is us. We are part of his strong right arm. We are his vessels. Look at 1 Corinthians 12, 12, all the way to the end. We are his body. We are the body of Christ. So we are part of his strong arm. We are part of the strong arm, brothers and sisters. Look at Ephesians chapter 6. Look at Ephesians chapter 6. Hallelujah. In verse 16. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Brothers and sisters, we can crush all the fiery darts of the wicked one. We can cancel all the fire we can cancel all the wicked plans, plots, schemes, snares, traps, spoken words, enchantments, curses of the camp of the enemy. We cancel them by the shield of faith. We have to have faith we have to trust in the Lord that he does these things so that we can cancel these assignments, so that we can cancel what the enemy is trying to do around our neighbors, around our family members, around our loved ones, Lord Father. That's why we got to fight. And he gives us the shield of faith. He gives us the armor of light. Look at Romans 13. He gives us the armor of light. Look at Ephesians 6, uh, uh, 12 through 18, the armor of God. Brothers and sisters, he's arming us. We are part of his right strong arm. We are part of his strong right arm, brothers and sisters. This is spiritual warfare 101. He gives us everything that we need. Paul admonishes us to put on the whole armor of God in order to stand against the forces of hell. It is clear that our warfare is not against physical forces, but against invisible powers who have clearly defined levels of authority in a real though though invisible though invisible sphere of activity. Paul, however, not only warns us of a clearly defined structure in the invisible realm, he instructs us to take up the whole armor of God in order to maintain a battle stance against this unseen satanic structure. All of this armor is not just a passive protection in facing the enemy. It is to be used offensively against these satanic forces. It is time we fight against these satanic forces, brothers and sisters. This prayer is not so much a weapon or even a part of the armor as it is the means by which we engage in the battle itself and the purpose for which we are armed to put on the armor of God is to prepare for battle. Prayer is the battle itself, with God's word being our chief weapon employed against Satan during our struggle. And also in 2 Corinthians 10, uh, verses 3 to 5, it says, We do not fight with carnal weapons. We fight with spiritual weapons. We fight with weapons that are out of this world. We fight with weapons that are not made by man's hands. We fight with weapons that are higher, that are more powerful than man's hands. Our weapons are more powerful than any A-bomb, than any H-bomb, than any bomb, 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 bomb. 
Our our weapons are more mightier and more powerful. Our weapons come from God Almighty, from the Creator, from His strong arm, from His strong right hand. Jesus Christ, we abide in Him and He abides in us. This is where our weapons come from. These are our weapons, brothers and sisters. I no longer look to weapons made by man. I no longer look to, to, to guns or rifles. I activate the power of God. I put into activation mode the weapons that are higher than anything in this world, than anything that this world can make, brothers and sisters. And we are a part of it. We are a part of his strong arm. So now we know the right hand of Yahavah. Now we know that the right hand of Yah is Jesus Christ, Yeshua Mashiach. We know our Savior is God's mighty hand, is God's power. We know He is the strong arm. We know, brothers and sisters, that He is our shield. He is our shield. Like it says in Psalm 91, He is our shield, brothers and sisters. He will protect us in all the things to come if we are still here. Hallelujah. Let's look at Psalms 3, brothers and sisters. Let's look at Psalms chapter 3, brothers and sisters. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. And how he prepares us for battle. How he gives us mighty weapons for battle. I'm telling you, I am so happy I learned how to use these weapons. I'm so happy I have learned these these weapons of our warfare because now we know where we stand. Now we know our position. Our position is directly from the right hand of God. Our position is directly from the power of all powers. Our position is directly from the creator of all creation. Our strength and power and weapons are from the most highest, of the most highest heaven, of the most highest realm, of the most highest level, brothers and sisters. And it's time we put them to, to, to activation. It is time we put them to flee. It is time we put the enemy to flee. It is time we claim our victory. Hallelujah. Psalms 3. Praise you, sweet Jesus. Lord, how they have increased who trouble me. Many are they who rise up against me. Many are they who say for me there is no help for him and God. You know... How many out there have spoken with people, you know, I back in the day when I was a major prepper, you know, and, and you know, I'll be at talking to my friends at the gun shop and all this and that. And, and then I tell them, you know, maybe you should try praying. You know, the world minimizes the power of prayer. Those that don't know, they minimize this power in prayer. They minimize what is to pray? Brothers and sisters, let us not be like that. Let us not be like that. Prayer is one of the most mightiest weapons that we can use, brothers and sisters. Let us not take it for granted. But you, O oh Lord, are a shield for me, my glory and the one who lifts up my head. I cried to the Lord with my voice and he heard me. From his holy hill 
Brothers and sisters, when I was given all this information about the things that are to come, when the phoenix rises, when the Antichrist rises, and and the chip, and, and how this electronic health records, these electronic medical records are a tool, a vehicle to bring in the chip, the microchip, and don't worry about it. Everybody's going to have to get it. And and when I was told all these things, it was scary. You know, I did not never think that it was going to happen in this lifetime. I thought it was going to be in generations to come. But little did I know, it was happening right before my eyes. And I was told this from the camp of the enemy. I was told this from the camp of the enemy, brothers and sisters. And it was scary. I cried to the Lord with my voice. And he heard me from his holy hill. And he counseled me from his from his love. And he showed me his love. And he showed me his mercy. And then he started showing me his knowledge and his wisdom. And then he started showing me what I was to do. And then he started showing me how I, how I was going to be victorious. And then he gave me dreams on how we we're going to defeat the dragons. On how we're going to defeat the enemy. On how we're going to break down the temples. On how we're going to break down the 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 the. the, the the walls that the enemy has put up around the people, the these walls of 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 deception, brothers and sisters. He showed me this when I cried out to him in my time of despair. I lay down and slept. I awoke for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of demons who have set themselves against me. Who have set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Lord, save me, O God. For you have struck all my enemies on the cheekbone. You have broken the teeth of the ungodly. You have struck all my enemies on the cheekbone. Brothers and sisters, let me tell you a little story. Um, in the when, when I woke up and I was really wanting to wake more people up. And I wanted to set the captives free. Uh, years ago in the jail, I, I'm a nurse. I, I bring <laughs> I bring healing to the inmates. Um, I used to bring them the word of the Lord. I used to hand out many messages. I used to print out books of open heavens and give it to the inmates. I used to, to, to give them stuff that would lift them up spiritually I would give them information that showed them what time we were living in. I was waking the inmates up left and right. Inmates were getting saved. Inmates were getting delivered. They were getting healed. They were telling their family members. And then what happened? And then there came the enemy. The enemy uh, told on me, and 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 then I was confronted by the by the lieutenant that I that I am not to do this anymore. And if I continue to do this, I can lose my job. Brothers and sisters, I stopped doing what I was doing. I, I, I was obedient, and I stopped handing all this stuff out. But you know something, like it says here um, in, in Psalms 4, chapter 7, For you have struck all my enemies on the cheekbone. Well, let me tell you, the one that told on me, the one that didn't like what I was doing, I believe he was a Satanist, an atheist, and he went and told on me and wanted to get me in trouble for doing this, for waking people up, for sharing the truth, 
for 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 wanting people to get delivered that very same person that got me in trouble and that I no longer can 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 uh give these messages no longer can I make copies and handouts and give these out that person that told on me his face his cheekbone was broken he ran into a fight or he ran into a cell and one of the inmates broke his face in three places his cheekbone was fractured his cheekbone was broken and you know what he has never been back to the to the jail again he has never been back ever since that time brothers and sisters so i have seen the word of the lord come to fruition i have seen the word of the lord surface right before my eyes brothers and sisters that's why i i i can tell you with the authority that has been put on me don't fear brothers and sisters preach the word yell it from the rooftops save your family members get your family members to know the truth don't fear what man can do to you don't fear what the NSA is listening into don't fear what the surveillance is surveilling us I don't fear all these things I don't care about what they do because I know what my God does I know what my God has done I know what my Savior is going to do And I know the promises Of the Savior that he gives us And I know he abides in me And I abide in him The power of God is in me The power of God is in you The power The right hand Is in you brothers and sisters The dunamate The dunamis power Is in you Learn how to use it, brothers and sisters. Learn how to yield your swords. Look at a, Let's look at Ephesians 2.6. I know I've mentioned it several times now. Let's look at Ephesians 2.6, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Ephesians 2.6. Actually, let us back up to Ephesians 2.5. Even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, verse 6, and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in, in Christ Jesus. And raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And where is Christ Jesus? At the right hand of the Father. And what is the right hand of the Father? The strength, the power, the glory. Oh, hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. And raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places. What a what a wonderful promise, brothers and sisters. Now you know where the power lies. Now you know where the strength is at, brothers and sisters. Are you abiding in the Lord? Well, he will abide in you, and there is, therein lies the power. But let us back this up a little bit to verse 5, where it says, Even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. Even when we were dead in trespasses. Brothers and sisters, I got to tell you, this is so truthful. Um... You know, when I was living in my trespasses as a youth, 
I lived in Miami, and I know I've said this before, but I'll say it yet again. Why? Because you have to understand something. When the Lord has chosen you, when you are a chosen one of the Lord, even in your trespasses, like it says in verse 5, he has made us alive together with Christ, even when we were dead in our trespasses. Brothers and sisters, there was a time where I was dead in my trespasses on South Beach. I used to live on, um, well, at the time, for a short time, I lived on 57th and Collins. Uh, South Beach, I believe, starts at 20th, and then it goes down to 1st Street. You got Lincoln Road, which is around 20th, and then it goes all the way down to 1st Street. Well, I was at 56th, which is no, which is not South Beach. It's, it's kind of uh, north, heading on the way to North Beach. Uh, it is my beach area, but I stayed there at a condo all the way on the top floor, and um, you know I was at the time I was I was involved in cocaine, and and I had two guys on South Beach that were that were distributing it that that were distributing it, and um, there was a time where we were at a corner store. It was about six o'clock in the morning. And I had a bunch of it in my car. Uh, I had a pocket full of money. The two guys that I had working for me had pockets full of money. However, they wanted to get high off of whippets, off of the whipped cream, you know, the nitrous oxide. They wanted to get high off that because we had a good night. And um, so I got them a box full, and they were against the wall getting high off this stuff. And I was just standing there looking at my Jeep, um, wondering when, you know, what was my next move. And brothers and sisters, I got to tell you, a voice came out of nowhere and into my right ear. I'll never forget it. A voice came into my right ear. And this was around 6 o'clock in the morning. This is, in, like it says in verse 5, when I was dead in trespasses, I was dead in trespasses. And this voice came into my right ear, and it said, look around the corner. And I looked around the corner, and I saw the police coming. And I turned from looking around the corner, and I just was like, oh, my gosh. And then at that same very moment, the same voice that told me to look around the corner told me to pray and to pray because my mother's prayers are with me. Brothers and sisters, I started praying like I never prayed before and I was dead in trespasses at this time. Very dead, very dark time in my life. And I and I was as I was praying a a bum a a one uh, what do they call him a transient they call him now? I guess you can't call him a bum anymore. Well, a bum started walking across my path and I asked him to Start cleaning my car. He became enraged and angry as to look at the time. I have no water. And I expressly told the bum, uh, the transient, I said, you need to start cleaning my car. Here's $100. Clean my car. And so he started cleaning my car. Brothers and sisters, the police came behind me. They backed right into behind my Jeep. Uh, I had a white Jeep Wrangler at the time. They 
rolled up right behind me, and I was scared to death. I thought I was going to prison. The amount of stuff that was in my car, I could have very well done easily over 20 years in prison. So the, the police roll up right behind me, and they look at me, and I look at them, and then I look at my two buddies on the wall that had this whipped cream all over their face. They had whipped cream against the wall. It was whipped cream everywhere. So I kind of looked at the cop, and I was like, ooh, uh, I don't know who they are, but look at them. Don't look at me. Look at them. Don't look at me. Don't get out the car and search me. You need to search them. Don't search me. I acted like like I didn't know them. Uh, I kind of stood far away from them, so uh, it didn't look like we were together. So the cop looks at me, and then I look at the bum. The bum is cleaning my car, and then the cop rolls away and leaves me alone. Brothers and sisters, I could have went to prison that night. My whole life could have changed. It was a very dark time. I was dead in trespass. However, in that most dark time, when I was dead in trespasses, he made me alive together with Christ. A voice came into my right ear and told me to look and then told me to pray. I don't know where that, well, now I know, but at the time, I didn't know where that came from. I, I, I didn't know what was going on. All I know was I was being obedient in the darkness, most darkest time of my life. When I was dead in trespasses, the Lord still had his hand on my life. The Lord raised me up. He made us alive together with Christ, brothers and sisters, even when we are dead in trespasses. So if you're out there thinking it's too late, if you're out there thinking that you have done too many wrong things in your life, if you're out there uh, 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 playing the pity party, please, please don't do that. Arise. And shine, for the light has come upon you, brothers and sisters. Arise and shine, because he loves you, brothers and sisters. Arise and shine, because he has he's such a long-suffering and merciful Lord, and he loves you so much that, that even in your most darkest time, he will pull you out. He will reach low and bring you up high. He will reach down low, brothers and sisters, and bring you up high, brothers and sisters. So please... Please go to him, run to him, brothers and sisters, because he loves you. First John 3, let us look at First John 3, 1 to 3. Praise Jesus. First John 3, behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us. Because it did not know him. Beloved, now we are children of God. And it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that we, that when he is revealed, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is, brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters, behold... The Father has bestowed on us that we should be called the children of God. You are a son of God. You are a daughter of God, brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters, he's calling you higher. He wants you to come up higher. 
He's giving you the weapons to fight this fight. He's giving you the shield to cover you from the enemy. He's giving you the shield. He's giving you the weapons. Okay? We need to go out there now. We need to fight this fight. We need to give it all we got because the time is short. The time is short and the, the season is changing. There's a shift coming, brothers and sisters. And we need to be on the right on the right side of that shift. Okay, your rewards are stored up for you in heaven. Whatever you do from this point on, your rewards are stored up for you in heaven, brothers and sisters. This is a beautiful time to be alive. Let's look at Revelations uh, chapter 3. Let's look at Revelations chapter 3, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Let's look at Revelations chapter 3 in verse 7. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia writes, These things uh, says he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David. Okay. All right. Let, 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 me, let me just back it up here real quick. He who has the key of David, right? A while back ago, I was told to prepare my my dwelling to prepare my 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 room for a visitation to prepare the ground to put stuff to put sheets on the ground in preparation of of a visitation and so I was obedient and I did you see brothers and sisters most of the time the lord all he looks for is for us to be to respond he puts out a command, he puts out a word, and then he he wants to see if you're going to respond. He wants to see if you're going to reply. When you send out a text, you wait for a reply. Well, that's how he works. He sends out a message and he waits to see if you're going to reply. So I got the message, so I replied. I was obedient, and I did what I thought was right to do. And so I did that, and what had happened was, while I was sleeping, while I was sleeping, the presence came, and in my right ear, I kept hearing four, 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 over and over again. And let me just tell you, let me just tell you, before that started, you know, I had, uh, I was sleeping, and I kind of, I kind of woke up. You know that mid that midway point where you kind of wake up, but you're not wake. Well, I was in that midway point there, and I heard feathers. I heard shuffling of feathers, uh, and you know, be, when the Lord, when 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 the presence of the Lord, you know, before He appears, He sends His angels to prepare uh, His arrival. So I heard the feathers ruffled. I, I heard the the presence land on the floor. You, you hear the floors. You know, I, I, my room is on the second floor, so I heard the the creaking on the floor. And um, w when I when I heard this, I was like, "Oh my gosh, let me go back to sleep because I ain't trying to see this." You know, out of fear. I mean, it's not like a fear, like "Oh my gosh, you know, he's gonna kill me." No. It's a fear like out of respect, like like let me bow my head here, let me just bow my head and close my eyes and worship thee type thing. So I did that 
And then I went back to sleep. And then I kept hearing the the voice in my right ear. Four, 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 four. I mean, over this hat, this was going on for about two, three, four hours. You know, I kept turning and then I kept hearing it. I would turn and I hear it. I, I move and I hear it. And then and then it would stop for like a couple minutes or something, and then it would keep going, okay? So, you know, I took that, and I ran with it. And then, you know, there's many, 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 many things that came about that. But just let me, let me just tell you something right here, brothers and sisters. Let me just give you this confirmation right here for you. This is for you, brothers and sisters. Also, the number 444 means the key to heaven's door. The key to heaven's door. And now we see here in Revelations uh, chapter 3, verse 7, he says, He who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts, and shuts and no one opens. Brothers and sisters, he's giving you the keys. He's giving you the keys of David. He's giving you the keys to open and no one can shut. And, on, and only he can shut and no one can open. And he's saying right here, I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door. And no one can shut it. For you have a little strength, have kept my word. For you that has a little strength, have kept my word. And have not denied my name. Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan... Who say that they are Jews and are not, but lie. Indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet. This is a mighty promise here, brothers and sisters. Indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet. And to know that I have loved you. This is how much he loves you. Brothers and sisters, he will bring the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and are not, but lie indeed. I will make them come and worship before your feet. I will come and make them worship before your feet. Well, yeah, if you are part of Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ is sitting at the right hand of God and he's the strong arm of God and he's the power of God and he's the mighty arm of God and he sits seated at the right hand of God. And you abide in him and he abides in you. Well, yes. Come and worship at your feet, brothers and sisters. Just so you can know that he has loved you. Just so you can know how much he loves you. He loves you this much. Oh, my gosh. How powerful is that, brothers and sisters? Hallelujah. Let's look at Ephesians 1. Praise our mighty Father. Praise our mighty Savior. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. Ephesians 1, verse 3 to 6. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him, before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. If you want to know how to be without blame, go look at Galatians, 
I believe it's Galatians 5, 22 and 23. That'll show you how to be without blame. It's not that hard. Having predestined us to adoption as sons and daughters by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved. Brothers and sisters, he accepted you. He has put you in your holy place, in your royal priesthood, in your in your uh, destination. You are seated right there with him, brothers and sisters. Now we need to fight for him. Now we need to raise the banner and fight for our Savior. We need to understand the mighty weapons he gives us from his strong right hand, from his strong right arm, brothers and sisters. This is a mighty thing that he's given us. We cannot take it for granted. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. For above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body. All things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Has he filled you up? Ask him to fill you up, brothers and sisters. He will fill you up so good that you ain't going to believe it, brothers and sisters. But you got to ask and you shall receive, brothers and sisters. Oh, what a mighty, wonderful God we lo- we serve. He gives us everything we need. Don't be afraid because we have the power. We have the power with us, brothers and sisters. He is in us. We operate in his power. Oh, how mighty. First John 4, 12. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us. If we love one another, God abides in us. And his love has been perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us. Because he has given us of his spirit. He has given us of his spirit. Spirit, his power, his dunamis. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent the Son as a Savior for the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him. And he in God, the creator of all creation, abides in you. The creator of the minds that put the weapons, that make the bombs, the creator of all that is in you. Oh, how powerful is that, brothers and sisters. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God. And God in him. Love has been perfected among us in this. That we may have boldness in the day of judgment. I said love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in this day of judgment. Oh, but but Pablo, you can't 
You can't say these things because they're going to know. You can't say this because they're listening to you. Oh, aren't you afraid they can kill you? Oh, Pablo, you got to be careful. They're watching you. They're listening to you. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Why? Because as he is, so are we in this world. I said, why? Why boldness in the day of judgment? Why? Because as he is, so are we in this world. Oh, hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. What a mighty God we serve, brothers and sisters. What a mighty word we have, brothers and sisters. This is the covenant that he has brought us. Embrace it. Understand it. Because it is yours if you want it. This power is yours if you want it. Learn how to use it. Learn how to test it. Hebrews 8. Now this is the main point of the things we are saying. We have such a high priest who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle, which the Lord erected and not man. For every high priest is appointed to offer both gifts and sacrifices. Therefore, it is necessary that this one also have something to offer. For if we were on, for if he were on earth, he would not be a priest since there are priests who offer the gifts according to the law, who serve the copy and shadow of the heavenly things. As Moses was divinely instructed when he was about to make the tabernacle, for he said, see that you make all things according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. But now he, he, but now he has obtained a more excellent ministry in as much as he is also mediator of a better covenant which was established on better promises. For if that first covenant had been faultless, then no place would have been sought for a second. Because finding fault with them, he says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers, In the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they did not continue in my covenant, and I disregarded them, says the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind, and I will write them on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. None of them shall shall teach his neighbor and none his brother saying know the Lord for all shall know me from the least of them to the greatest of them for I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawlessness remember no more in that he says a new covenant he has made the first obsolete verse 13 chapter 8 In that he says, a new covenant. He has made the first. 
Now what is becoming obsolete and growing old is ready to vanish away because we have this new covenant, this new promise that he abides in us and we abide in him. And if we abide in him and we are for him, then we are like Jesus here on this earth. We are like little Jesusites here on this earth with the power and manifestation and the glory and the boldness to go out and, and yell it from the rooftops, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. But Christ came as high priest of the good things to come with the greater and more perfect tabernacles not made with hands, that is, not of this creation, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood he entered the most holy place, once for all having obtained eternal redemption. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifies the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God. Cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. And for this reason, he is the mediator of the new covenant by means of death. <clears throat> for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant, that those who are called may receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. Brothers and sisters, I believe those that are listening are called because the Lord <coughs> has brought you to this time, to the Lord's hour. He has brought you. If you've come here, if you come here in the archives and you listen, the Lord has brought you here. There is no happenstance anymore. <coughs> we are living in a time where every minute, every second is critical. And if you are listening to this message, consider yourself chosen. 1 Corinthians 1, hallelujah, verse 18. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. The wisdom of the wise says, move out, go to another country, hide, Arm yourselves, hide and arm yourselves and move out. Go look for a place to hide. Brothers and sisters, I believe my God will move me if he wants me moved. I believe my Lord and Savior will pick us up and move us if he wants us out of the way. I believe he'll put a mighty shield around us if bullets are coming my way. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world for since of for since in the wisdom of God the world through wisdom did not know God it pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe for Jews request a sign and Greeks seek after wisdom but we preach Christ crucified to the Jews a stumbling block and to the Greeks this is utter foolishness but to those who are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God. I said Christ, Jesus Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God because the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. 
But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. You know, I think so many times how how I'm not smart enough, how I'm not big enough, how I'm not strong enough, how I'm not this enough, how I'm not that enough. Brothers and sisters, God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised, God has chosen. And the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are, that no flesh glory in his presence. But of him you are in Christ Jesus. You become for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. That, as it is written, he who glories, let him glory in the Lord, brothers and sisters. Oh, hallelujah. We serve a mighty God who wants to equip you, who wants to empower you, who wants to show you your power, who wants to show you the mightiness of his strength and power and glory through you, through you, through his vessels. Brothers and sisters, Romans eight, fourteen through 17. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God. Are you led by the Spirit of God, brothers and sisters? For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons and daughters of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. Oh, no, ISIS. Oh, no, NSA. Oh, no, the Antichrist. Oh no, the prince of Persia For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear But you received the spirit of adoption By whom we cry out, Abba Father, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit That we are children of God And if children, then heirs Heirs of God And join heirs with Christ if indeed we suffer with him, I said, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Praise you, Jesus. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly awaits for the revealing of the sons and daughters of God. Brothers and sisters, all of creation has been waiting for this time. All of creation has been waiting for this. And it is us. It is this time. They have been waiting for this for a long time, brothers, sisters. Understand this word, embrace it. Because the the, the prophets of old <laughs> wished all of creation itself has been waiting for this time, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Psalms 44. Praise Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Psalms 44, verse 5. Through you we will push down our enemies. 
Jesus Christ, Yeshua Mashiach, power, glory, majesty. Through you, we will push down our enemies. Through your name, we will trample those who rise up against us. For I will not trust in my bow, nor shall my sword save me, nor shall my bow nor my gun save me. But you have saved us from our enemies and have put to shame those who hated us. In God we boast all day long and praise your name forever. We praise your name forever, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's look at Psalm 18. Praise you, Lord Father. You're so mighty, Lord God. Let's look at Psalms 18, starting in verse 10. And he rode upon a cherub and flew. He flew upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness his secret place. His canopy around him was dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. From the brightness before him, his thick clouds passed with hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord thundered from heaven, and the Most High uttered his voice. Hailstones and coals of fire, he sent out his arrows and scattered the foe. Lightnings in abundance, and he vanquished them. And then the channels of the sea were seen. The foundations of the world were uncovered. At your rebuke, O Lord... At the blast of the breath of your nostrils, he sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy, from those who hated me, for they were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. The Lord is my support. He also brought me out into a broad place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands. He has recompensed me, for I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not wickedly departed from my God. For all his judgments were before me, and I did not put away his statutes from me. I was also blameless before him, and I kept myself from my iniquity. Therefore, the Lord has recompensed me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in his sight. With the merciful, you will show yourself merciful. With a blameless man, you will show yourself blameless. With the pure, you will show yourself pure. And with the devious, you will show yourself shrewd. For you will save the humble people, but will bring down haughty looks. For you will light my lamp. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. For by you I can run against a troop. By my God I can leap over a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in him. For who is God except the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength. And makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like the feet of deer. And he sets me on high places. He teaches my hands to make war. So that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. 
You have also given me the shield of your salvation. Your right hand has held me up. Your gentleness has made me great. You enlarged my path under me so my feet did not slip. I have pursued my enemies and overtaken them. Neither did I turn back again till I till they were destroyed. I have wounded them so that they could not rise. They have fallen under my feet. For you have armed me with strength for the battle. You have subdued under me those who rose up against me. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve, brothers and sisters. What a mighty God we serve, brothers and sisters. God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. There is so much bad news in the world. Just watching the evening news can be like seeing a horror movie. There are reports of murders, terrorists, floods, earthquakes, tornadoes. If you focus all on those dangers and forget I am taking care of you, Fear will creep into your mind. Remember, I am your refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. You don't have to be afraid of anything because I am in control. Every day I pour out my grace in countless places and situations. I shower my blessings on your planet and even many miracles. But the evening news does not report these things. Don't focus on all the bad news. Focus on me. See my presence all around you. And remember that I am your refuge. Hallelujah. Just remember... Brothers and sisters That he is your refuge Forget about the news Forget about the latest thing Forget about the terrorists Keep your eyes Focused on him at all times He will guide your path He will be the light on your path Brothers and sisters Lord I will praise you With uprightness of heart When I learn your righteous judgments I will keep your statutes Oh, do not forsake me utterly. How can a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to your word. With my whole heart I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. Your word I have hidden in my heart. That I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes with my lips. I have declared all the judgments of your mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and contemplate your ways, O Lord. I will delight myself in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Deal bountifully with your servant that I may live and keep your word. Open my eyes that I may see your wondrous things from your law. I am a stranger in the earth. Do not hide your commandments from me. My soul breaks with longing for your judgments. At all times, you rebuke the proud, the cursed, who stray from your commandments. Remove me from reproach. Remove from me reproach and contempt, for I have kept your testimonies. 
princes also sit and speak against me, but your servant meditates on your statues. Your testimonies also are my delight and my counselors. My soul clings to the dust. Revive me according to your word. I have declared my ways and you answered me. Teach us, Lord, your statutes. Make us understand the way of your precepts. So shall we meditate on your wonderful works. Our soul melts from heaviness. Lord, strengthen us according to your word. Remove from us the way of lying and grant us your law graciously. Lord, we have chosen the way of truth. Your judgments we have laid before us. We cling to your testimonies. O oh Lord, do not put us to shame. Lord, we will run the course of your commandments, for you shall enlarge our hearts. Teach us, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and we shall keep it to the end. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, understand your position in Christ. It is a mighty position. It is not of a position that is downtrodden, or weary or or beat down or or defeated the victor is already won all we have to do now is show that the battle is won show our victory be bold in this time be bold in this time brothers and sisters people around you are watching you be the vessel that the Lord has called you to be. You are part of the body of Christ. The power, the glory, the strength is with you. Our Lord sits at the right hand of the Father, and we sit at the high place with Him. He's calling you higher. Now you know what you are to do. So go out into that darkened world and claim the victory. Claim it with all boldness and faith. We have the shield. We have the sword. We have the kingdom of all kingdoms backing us up. I just want to play a song here. I got to thank uh, Minister Paul for this song. He had posted it, and I have been in love with this song ever since. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, sweet Jesus. Okay. Thank you, sweet Jesus. Because there's some of you that are facing some strong demonic influences. 
I know the power of darkness seems to be camped at your doorstep. But tonight, Jesus Christ is the glory. He's the lifter up of your head. He never shoves your head down. He always comes and picks it up. He wipes off the scars, the battle scars off your face. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Reach out to him right now. Hallelujah. Many there be increased. Praise you, Jesus. The trouble be these last days. Many are the demon spirits that rise up against me. That old accuser. Many there be which say of my soul. This is what the devil says to you.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, what a mighty God we serve. He is the lifter of our head. He does not push our head down to the ground. He does not throw it in our face. He doesn't shove it in our face. He is the lifter of our head. He is our shield and our power, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. If you don't know the way, if you don't know Jesus Christ like this, I would encourage you to get closer, to dig deeper, to go in your secret place, to to pick a spot in your house, pick a spot in your apartment, pick a spot wherever you dwell, pick a spot and make that spot the spot where you're going to go and you're going to meet with the Lord, where you're going to go and you're going to sup with the Lord, where you're going to go and you're going to fellowship with the Lord, brothers and sisters, because that is what it takes to get higher. That is what it takes to get the knowledge and the revelations and the wisdom and the glory, brothers and sisters. He wants you to share some time with him. Pick a spot, pick a time, and share it with our Lord. Share it with our Savior. Share it with our shield, brothers and sisters. That's how you will come to know these understandings and these truths. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I thank you for this time tonight with my brothers and sisters of the Lord's hour. Lord Father, I I pray, Lord Father, that you will bless all my brothers and sisters that are listening to this show. Lord Father, either live tonight or in the archives, Lord Jesus. Yahavah Sabaot Ruach HaGodesh Yeshua Mashiach Ruach HaGodesh By your power disappoint the devices and evil plans that they have crafted against my brothers and sisters that they have crafted against the Lord's hours, Lord so that their hands cannot perform their enterprise take them in their own crafty and devious ways, Lord Jesus Lord Father, right now send divine Send a divine virus malware to the Akashic Records, to the mainframes, to the NSA collection databases, Lord Father. Send a divine virus, Lord, to melt them down, to burn them down to the ground. Disappoint them, Lord Jesus. Cancel their plans, their wicked plans, their wicked plots, Lord Father. 
Send your divine, powerful, angelic maneuvers against this diabolical intelligence to frustrate and expose their plans so that they may be dismantled. Dispatch warring and ministering angels to all my brothers and sisters listening tonight, Lord Jesus. Dispatch your warring and ministering angels, your Zarikem, Ruakem, the Abaronai, Elohim, your Angelos, your Numos, the Zerekan, the the Abaronai, Elohim, El Olam, El Elian. Dispatch them right now. The ministering, the discerning, the warring angels, Lord, according to your perfect will, your perfect way, perfect timing, and your perfect order, Lord Jesus. Release divine strategies and revelations upon your generals, upon your colonels, your lieutenant colonels, your sergeants, your corporals, your soldiers, Lord Father. Release divine strategies and revelations upon them, Lord Jesus. Lord Yahavah Sabaoth, blot out all diabolical records so that the accuser of the brethren has nothing upon which he may substantiate his accusations and allegations. Sever in the spirit every diabolical communication and networking and cause them to fail. Lord Jesus, right now I pray that you will make their ears to where they can't hear. That you will blind their eyes so that they cannot see. That you would that you would make their communications unable to, to hear, Lord Father. Lord Father, let their tongues be twisted, Lord Father, so that, that, so that when they communicate it will not be understood, Lord Jesus. Lord Father, I pray, Lord God, that this prayer, Lord Jesus, would take on divine projectiles, Lord, like a like ICBM missiles, like like surface-to-air missiles, Lord Jesus, like like the H bombs or the atomic bombs, Lord Father. Drop the bombs on the enemy's camps, Lord Father. Let these prayers drop like bombs on the enemy's camp, Lord Jesus, and let them hit bullseyes, Lord Father, tearing down their walls. Tearing down their protection walls, tearing down their their invisible walls, tearing down the walls that are protecting them, that are barriers of their protection, causing them to be compromised, causing them to be vulnerable to your power, Lord Jesus. Cancel them right now, Lord Jesus, and show who's the boss, show who's the all-powerful, Lord Jesus. Lord Father, I pray Lord Jesus, that the laws that govern this prayer, Lord Jesus, are binding, Lord Father, by the word, by your power, by your by your spirit, by the blood of Jesus Christ, Lord Jesus. And Lord Father, and that every spirit that is released from their diabolical assignment now becomes a part of Jesus' footstool, Lord Jesus. Father, I pray that you cause all the evil demons, all the evil um, uh, uh, remote viewers and astral projectors, Lord. I pray, Lord Father, that you will cause them to be rendered deaf and blind and dumb and mute, Lord Jesus. That that they that they cannot do what they plan to do. That they cannot carry out their assignments, Lord Father. That they cannot carry out their wicked devices, Lord Jesus. Lord Father, I pray now, Lord Jesus, that this prayer go directly to your throne room. And placed on your altar unhindered, Lord Jesus. I seal this prayer in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And by the blood of the Lamb. Amen and amen, Lord Jesus. 
Brothers and sisters, I thank you for joining me tonight. I hope this message was um, uplifting. I hope this message equipped you and empowered you to go out and fight the good fight. Thank you for joining us tonight on the Lord's Hour. I, I, I speak shalom and peace, and may the Lord cover you with his firewall all around you, all around your family, until thy kingdom comes, until we are out of here. Hallelujah. Shalom, shalom. Pray, praise Jesus. May he keep you safe, brothers and sisters. Amen. Thank you for joining us. God bless you. Shalom. Hallelujah. Hi, y'all. How are y'all doing today? I hope that you're having a very good day today, and I just feel the warmth of the presence of God right now. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to try to get through this video without being goofy. <laughs> oh. Well, I am just here to bring you um, the 2016 Prophetic Word of Encouragement. And it's pretty long, so you might want to get some coffee or tea or water, whatever you drink. Maybe you drink Kool-Aid. I don't know. Um, and I'm just going to get right into it, okay? Are you all ready? Um, I'm really encouraged this year, I'll just be honest. Um, oh, yeah, sorry about the clock. It's going to go off every 15 minutes. Kind of got a new setup here, and I hope this works. But I still will do some videos in my car, just so you know. All right, you ready? Well, um, this first section is, oh, I'm going to be reading a lot, by the way, because there's just a lot here. So, um, But this first section is titled, Turn Negative into Positive Through Prayer. Okay, so we're talking about 2016. And just so you understand that when, when God speaks, he doesn't mean, um, you know, his words are eternal and they transcend time. And so um, a lot of things that he showed me even in 2014, I'm seeing happen now. And so um, I know that we just, we will start to see the start of some of these things that I'll talk about today. And even just in your personal journey and walk with the Lord. So, all right. So this is what happened. It was around October, maybe November. I can't remember. Um, I usually, every year I'll get a theme that rhymes with, the number of the year. And this year I kept hearing in my head, 2016, rage against the machine. And so I was like, okay, what does that mean? Now, back in the day, I, you guys that know my testimony, I was a partier and I partied and I loved the one song I knew from them called Bulls on Parade. So, um, I I thought, well, I guess I'll just research because I really don't remember what the lyrics said because I was probably like 19 years old when that song was popular. And um, so I got to researching, and uh, the song is pretty crazy. The lyrics um, had really no idea what I was listening to. <laughs> That's why we need to be careful about like letting children listen to certain songs because they have no idea what they're listening to, but... I don't want to get into any kind of teaching on this, and I probably should, but, um, yeah, praise God for his protection. That's all i got to say. But um, 
not that I don't like Rage Against the Machine anymore, because I don't know anything about them. I just haven't listened to them in a long time. So if you're in the band Rage Against the Machine, I love you, and I bless you, and Jesus loves you, and I just speak the fire of God all over your life. <laughs> so, Okay, so anyways, I found out, and I, um, I quote, they have been noted for their fiercely polemical music, which brewed sloganeering leftist rants against corporate America, cultural imperialism, and government oppression. The members of Rage Against the Machine were well known for their leftist and revolutionary political views, and almost all the band's songs focus on these views. So, that's just what I saw on Wikipedia. And um, so then... When I researched this, I don't know, I just felt like the Holy Spirit was saying to pray against civil unrest for 2016. Just to pray against that spirit of civil unrest because we know that we don't battle people. We battle principalities and powers of darkness in high places. And so um, I felt like the Holy Spirit said that and that everybody would find just a complete and perfect peace in what Christ did on the cross alone. Like, he is peace. He's the Prince of Peace. Um, so, like, I typed this up, I believe, New Year's Eve. And then um, I found out on the 4th of January that this is already happening. Like, there are some very unhappy people who have seized and occupied an unoccupied government building on some wildlife land in Oregon. And they're protesting protesting against government occupation there. So some of you probably already know that. I don't really know a whole lot about it, but I just think it's kind of interesting because I'm like, man, that started fast. So just it's very important we pray. Um, we don't pray against people. Obviously, we pray that everybody just gets whacked out with the love of God. Um, and then, like right around Christmas time, or maybe it was a little bit after Christmas, um, I was just thinking a thought. And this, I finished the thought with my mouth, and I said, like, slave a slave. <laughs> and I was like, where did that come from? And um, so I thought, okay, well, I know, I think Flavor Flav is a rapper, so I'll look him up. So I looked him up, and he's also in a group called Public Enemy, and they also express their political views and beliefs through music, which is awesome. I think we should all be able to express ourselves through some our art, you know? And, of course, I just love, I just love Jesus so much, like, and I love to express that. It's just, man, I'm so, man, I just have been feeling his presence so strongly lately. It's awesome. But, okay, so what stood out, though, about Flavor Flav, and I didn't know this, he wears a giant clock around his neck. And I thought, I just felt like the Holy Spirit was like, it's time to watch and pray. And I was given the scripture, Luke 21, 34 through 36. But be on your guard so that your hearts are not weighed down and depressed with the giddiness of debauchery and the nausea of self-indulgence and the worldly worries of life. And then that day when the Messiah returns will not come on you suddenly like a trap, for it will come upon all those who live on all the face of the earth. But keep alert at all times. Be attentive and ready. Watch and pray. Praying that you may have the strength and ability to be found worthy and to escape all these things that are going to take place 
and to stand in the presence of the Son of Man at his coming. So I can honestly say I've never listened to Public Enemy. I was searching and searching like for songs that maybe I've heard before, and I didn't recognize any of them. And I can honestly say that Bulls on Parade is the only song that I've ever heard from Rage Against the Machine. So I really believe God was speaking a message just through these random things that I was hearing in, in my head and sensing in my spirit. Um, let's see. So just... I'll end this section. Let's just continue to pray that the enemy's plan to cause people to have civil unrest and turn on each other be stopped. Like, let's just pray it be stopped before it happens. No more senseless killing. Um, Let's pray that they would all encounter the perfect love of God that casts out fear and hatred and anger, especially fear. Now, I will say on the flip side of the song, Bulls on Parade, I believe that we will see many bull markets around the world beginning to rise in 2016. A lot of people are doom and gloom about the economy right now, but I honestly am not, because that's not what I'm hearing. Um, So bulls on parade, so to speak. Uh, This will be a time of receiving our inheritance to fulfill our destiny so that a harvest will come in for the Lord, a harvest which is the reward of his suffering for advancing his kingdom, so that we can speed the gospel to the four corners of the earth, and to all those who have not heard about his love and how much he loves them, and ultimately see his return. Now, after this whole Bulls on Parade prophetic message the Lord gave me, he gave me several confirmations, and I'll share two. One um, was, I was, I'm on, um, my cousin, she posted a picture on Facebook, and it was her and her boyfriend at the Houston Texans uh, game, and there were bull statues in the background, and she titled the picture Bulls on Parade. So, I mean, it was just like literally a couple of weeks after that first time I heard that. So, needless to say, I was like, what? And um, she didn't have, like, she didn't know that I had heard all that. I hadn't talked to her about it. So, And then um, one of my spiritual daughters, she was in New York, and she was on Wall Street. And she saw the Wall Street bull statue, and she, she just texted me a picture. And I was like, I had no idea that was even there. So I just thought it was interesting. Okay, this next section is called 2016. Oh, so like I heard another, like, um, another slogan that's much more fun. I heard 2016, God's Kings and Queens. And I was given Revelation 1, 5 and 6. And from, him, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, has made us kings and priests to his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. And then I was given First Peter 2, 9. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. There it is. Your chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Um, there it is, royal. That's the word that I was looking for. So this is what I see. I see like um, 
the true sons and daughters of God, his kings and queens, like breaking up with an antichrist religious system. And I see a tearing taking place in that it does hurt because we have, you know, we, there are things rooted in religiosity and man-made traditions and ideas that we've believed for a long time. And it hurts when we stop believing those things because it becomes a comfort zone and we have to end up really stepping out and trusting Jesus, um, that he is our total righteousness. And that he's the one who makes us holy. And that it's his Holy Spirit living in us and leading and guiding us to live a holy, righteous life. It's not our own works. And that's hard to do. But I see that um, happening. Um, this anti-religious Christ system is built on striving, condemnation, feeling like you can never do anything right, and feeling like God is mad at you and you'll never be able to live up to his expectations. Let me tell you something. Aren't you grateful that Jesus Christ met all those expectations on the cross. He said, it is finished. And so I see this breakup happening during an intimate time when we spend at the feet of Jesus, worshiping him, just getting to love on him and letting him love on us. And um, what is going to happen as we adore him and he adores us and we allow him just to pour into us, um, he's going to flip all these lies that we've believed that have been rooted in fear and witchcraft, which um, have fueled all religious systems for thousands of years. Um, he's going to flip those lies we have believed about him and turn them into the truth of who he really is. It will be a supernatural renewing of our minds as we sit at his feet and learn from him and his ways and intentions that are towards us that are very, very good. As a result, we're going to fall madly, just more madly in love with Jesus. And we're going to receive more of his love, and we're going to um, have a constant flow of his love. I just prophesy that over you this year, and good things are going to happen. You're going to, good things are going to come into your life, and even in the storms, you're going to have peace because, like I said, his peace and his righteousness and joy and love, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, all those are good things, and those things are still going to happen to you. It's going to be like this dynamic right alongside, even when you're going through tough times. And I can see emotional healing breaking out over you right now. I can see physical healing and spiritual healing breaking out over you. You're going to start loving who you are in Christ this year. You're going to quit being so down on yourself, and you're going to really start loving who you are in Him. Um, it's going to be a very beautiful thing. And I also see autoimmune diseases just fleeing, like Autoimmune diseases cannot stick around because you're going to really just like love Jesus and you're going to let him love you and you're going to love yourself. And autoimmune diseases are going to just, they're going to uh, depart in seven ways in Jesus' name. Um, the devil will pay back all that he has stolen. All right. You ready for the next section? Get you a sip of water. I even brought coffee, but I think it's probably a little bit cold. Mm. Okay. Now, um, this next section is called Renewing Your Youth. 2016, so this is what I kept seeing for 2016. 8 plus 8 is 16. 8 means change and new beginnings. Some of you are going to experience a double new beginning that's good this year. Two good changes. The Holy Spirit highlighted that 
at the age of 16 is when we get our driver's license and we start to drive and a whole new world is opened up to us. Like we just have this whole new freedom opening up to us. God is going to renew your strength like that of a youth this year. And he's going to open up a whole new world to you. Let him renew and strengthen you. So when I went to find scriptures about uh, being renewed in our youth, like renewed as in the youth, I Googled it. I actually Googled. This is what I Googled. I Googled renewing of our youth. And the top site that came up was driver's license renewal. <laughs> I was like, wow. And so I was like, definitely confirmation. Uh, but this is one one scripture I found, Psalm 103, 5. You satisfy my every desire with good things. You supercharged my life so that I may soar again like a flying eagle in the sky. Now, the Hebrew text here, um, good things, you satisfy my every desire with good things. Listen to this. The Hebrew text literally means with good ornaments. Now, I don't know if y'all, if you've seen my, if you haven't seen my video about the ornament, you need to watch it. Um, God showed me the connection between the infinity sign and this ornament. What are the odds? And that just happened a few weeks ago. And then the part that says that I may soar again actually implies in the Hebrew both strength and beauty that he restores. Okay, so I love it. And then Isaiah 40, 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. When I bought my 2016 calendar, that was January's scripture. I thought that was so cool. So a whole new world will be opening up for some of you this year. And some of you, are, you're going to receive a brand new car. I just prophesy that over you right now. And that's going to be a prophetic sign of uh, some new things coming into your life. So you know how some people say uh, 30 is the new 20 or whatever? Well, I say any age is the new 16. So, okay. Um, infinity. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I do want to say something. There's a friend of mine on Facebook, and he's older than me. Um, him and his wife are friends of, with me and my husband. Um, after I got this prophetic word about, like, being 16 and all that and renewing of the youth, um, he posted a picture of when he was 16 and had a little story behind it. And I was like, okay, thank you, God. Okay, the infinity symbol now, I've talked a little bit about this in another video, but, um, man, the infinity symbol has been, God has been just like bombing me with infinity signs everywhere. Too many to keep up. This is what he showed me, though. He showed me that the infinity sign is the number eight, which means new beginnings. Lying down, the eight is lying down. I'm sorry. He showed me that the infinity sign is the number eight in um Eight means new beginnings, but it's lying down. And when we lie down, we rest. And we rest in his promises. We trust in God and we receive all he has for us so that we may offer it back up to him for his glory. We lay down all that hinders and entangles us so that we can run the race. I'm sorry, so that we can not just run the race, but we can fly above it and soar with him. Um, Hebrews 12 Look it up. I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to, I'm, time is kind of getting away here, but Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, look that up to, um, for that part. 
Okay, God's love is infinite. It will never run out. But as we see, um, like, the changing world behind us, we're not afraid. We're like the infinity sign. During the changes, we rest in him. Um, Here are some infinity signs I've been seeing. I was vacuuming at my Nana's, and when I went to put the vacuum cleaner up, the cord was in the infinity symbol on the floor there. And then I was at uh, having coffee with a friend, and I saw some headphones on the floor. Somebody had left them, and they were in the shape of an, of an infinity sign, and then part of it was casting an infinity sh- sign shadow, so two eights. Um, the next day after that, I looked down on my coat, and there was a strand of hair in the infinity sign, one strand of hair. Within a week's time, I came across two employees at two different places with infinity tattoos. One had a face uh, written inside the infinity sign. The other one had hope. And then, like, the next night or next couple nights after that, my friend, we went to dinner. Oh, sorry, I'm moving this. There we go. We went to dinner, and she was wearing an infinity sign bracelet, and it said love. Faith, hope, and love. That was the order. Um... I looked down at my rug one day at home, and there was a snag in it. In the snag, sorry, I'm holding the phone. It's hurting my arm. The snag was in an infinity sign. My cousin texted me two nights before Christmas and said, look outside, the clouds are breaking up, and it's making an infinity sign. Um, For Christmas, my sister-in-law received a bracelet with infinity signs and opals, and opal means God's promises because it reflects all the colors of the rainbow. Uh, A friend of mine pointed out that our Christmas card that I sent out, our family Christmas card, had two infinity signs with the words promise and goodness on each side, and I never even noticed it until she pointed it out. And there's a lot more. Those are just a few. Okay, the Lord's been highlighting diamonds to me. Okay, this is what happened. I'm sorry I'm shaking the thing. I don't mean to do that. I hope y'all are okay. Okay. What happened was, um, well, one day I just started, like, randomly using the emoticon, the diamond emoticon. I just, like, started randomly using it for fun. But then the Lord just, like, started showing me diamonds everywhere. So let's talk about a diamond. A diamond in the Greek is called adamas, and it means unbreakable. Most diamonds are formed from very high temperatures and pressure and are brought close to the earth, uh, to the surface of the earth through volcanic activity. They also reflect light from their cuts, so the more cuts, the more light. So, this is what I'm getting. God's sons and daughters, his kings and queens, are emerging this year from the heat of what feels like volcanic eruption, fiery and pressure circumstances, but we're emerging unbreakable. We will shine his light through all the cuts of hurt and pain that have been healed and made whole by the blood of Jesus. Here are some things that the Holy Spirit has been showing me about diamonds. This, it actually started in 2013. There was just like a one month I was seeing a lot of stuff about diamonds in 2013. And so I started thinking, you know what, I'm going to, I started thinking about diamond mining companies in America. And I thought, well, I'm going to pray about uh, investing in startup diamond mining companies. So I just prayed about it. I haven't done anything because there's not really anything like that. So I've just been praying about it. And maybe... We'll see this in the future, but Colorado was specifically being highlighted to me. And then this last November, 
Um, I saw a um, – oh, wait, I already said that. Oh, yeah, okay. This last November, I saw Johnny and Lowe had posted on Facebook that a 1,111-carat diamond, 1111, which that number is prophetic to me, um, carat diamond had been found. It's the largest that has been found in 100 years. The company that found it had all their losses erased in one moment. So isn't that cool? And I just believe that's trumpeting something for us. It was an illy classification, which means almost no impurities. And the valuable was incalculable. Incal I hope I said that right. <laughs> kind of weird with words sometimes. The post alone made me pay attention, though. So right after this, I saw uh, my mom, my stepmom, post a diamond ring ad, and it said, what does each diamond mean to you? Okay, and then I saw a picture on Facebook that said, pressure creates diamonds. This is just the start of your shine. I saw a diamond commercial where rainbow light was coming out of the diamond. It's just shining out of it, rainbows, and then much, much more. Well, um, this last week, well, today is actually, I'm not going to I'm not going to post this today unless I get it edited and up and running, but today is uh, Thursday, and just, uh, I think on Monday, I saw that, some confirmation about all this. There is actually volcanic activity going on right now in Eastern California. It's like the Eastern California border into Nevada, and um, it's been increasing, and so these, there are several dormant volcanoes that have been dormant for like 10,000 years are all of a sudden having major activity. And one of the volcanoes is called Opal Mountain. Isn't that interesting? And I remember diamond surface through volcanic activity. And so I just feel like it's, do I feel like, oh, there's going to be a crazy volcano and everybody's going to die? Or, oh, there's going to be a crazy earthquake and everybody's going to die? I don't, that's not what I'm saying. Okay, a lot of people love to do that and they love to use fear. Um, they, it's like fear pornography to them. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I see. What I saw with all this is that it's trumpeting the rising of God's diamonds. And I actually saw a post last night that, um, prophetically speaking, speaking, God is for women. And I've, heard, I've been feeling this for a long time, for women who have been hurt and abused for very long, for a very long time. He's um, putting his diamond ring on their finger. I saw this just last night. So... That's what I'm saying, like, it's all just a prophetic trumpeting. So, diamonds. Y'all let me know what you're seeing. I want to know, too. Remember, I told you, I've told you before, don't just listen to my videos. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Let this stuff be confirmation. Cardinals. Okay, so I know we see cardinals every year around Christmas, but for some reason... I felt like they were being highlighted by the Holy Spirit this year. And there was like a message in everything that I saw about cardinals. So let's take a look at them. Uh, I like to do this. When I feel like I'm seeing something over and over, I like to research it. And just kind of you know, ask the Holy Spirit to speak to me about it. So you should do the same. Um, first and foremost, cardinals are red. And that represents the blood of Jesus. There is nothing more powerful than the blood of Jesus. Um, let's always remember that this new year. Cardinals don't migrate. They stay year-round. That's 12 months. And when they lay their eggs, their eggs don't hatch for 12 days. So 12 uh, is a reoccurring number with cardinals. And 12 means government. 
Jesus will set up his kingdom and government, and there will be no end to it. A cardinal song is extremely clear, and it sounds like this. Cheer, cheer. Males and females sing together. I believe that some of you will see some reconciliation between husbands and wives this year, and they will be under the unity and power of the Holy Spirit. Male cardinals are very good fathers. They share equal duties with the female. And so some of you this year are going to see fathers coming around, being the father that God created them to be. And for those of you who have estranged, those of you who, sorry, for those of you who have estranged fathers, you are going to have a supernatural grace and love to forgive them and a mercy for them. When cardinals defend their homes, the crown on their head like raises up and it looks like fire, which is interesting because I saw a cute little post of this lady, um, her son got a little minion and he had some fire on his head. <laughs> so when I read that, I thought about the minion with the fire on his head. Um, so it raises up and looks like fire. So this new year, when the enemy comes to attack you, the Holy Spirit is going to cause a fire to hit you first. And it's going to hit you from head to toe, and it's going to cause the enemy to run away fast. Okay, so um, here are some things I saw towards the end of the year. Oh, to, about cardinals. So I saw a cardinal um, sitting, like a picture of a cardinal sitting on a birdhouse with a heart. And hearts have been really uh, big for me. And I immediately thought of Haggai 2.9. The latter glory of this house will be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place I shall give the ultimate peace and prosperity, declares the Lord of hosts. In all this, the Holy Spirit has been showing me the name Xavier 2, which means a new house. So, some of you may be getting a new house this year, but I, for me, prophetically, it's like the new wineskin. Like, God is just, he is uh, forming and fashioning us and continuing to take us from glory to glory into the image of his son. That, And we're becoming a new house to house of glory. I saw another Facebook picture with a cardinal, and it said, when cardinals appear in your yard, it's a visitor from heaven. My Nana's tablecloth had cardinals all over it. I received a gift card for Christmas, and it had two cardinals on it. I saw a picture of a cardinal with the, it's like the um, less than sign with the three. So I saw them in the row. So to me, it's three, three, three. And when I see three, 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 I'm reminded of Jeremiah 33, three. Call unto me, and I'll answer you, and tell you, and even show you great and mighty things, things which have been confined and hidden which you do not know and understand and cannot distinguish. So that's what um, I saw. Oh, my parents gave me a stocking for Christmas. It had a cardinal on it. And then a couple of days after Christmas, I took a nap, and it, that's really rare. But when I got up and went into the living room, on the TV screen, I saw the word cardinals really big. And the cardinals were playing the Packers. And the Cardinals won. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cool. And I think like in the next commercial, it said, I saw Xavier, which I think is a college. I thought that was interesting. So there's just so much. Actually, I'm not sharing everything with you. There's just sometimes it gets overwhelming. But I am going to try to share as much as I can as the year goes on. Um, so here's the conclusion. As I've been reading through November and December's um, journals, God like 
prepping me for the new year, this last November and December, I kept seeing the time is now. It was everywhere. I saw it throughout just driving around or just it was repeated over and over. And 2016 is a leap year. God will catch us up this year because now is the time. All that you have felt was lost and stolen actually was just put on hold, okay, for a short while. God is faithful. He always keeps his promises. On New Year's Eve, I saw three different posts in a row from three different people that says, 2016, here we come. And indeed, ready or not, 2016, here we come. So, I just hope all of this encouraged y'all. And um, I, I want to do, I know a lot of y'all don't have Facebook, but I do nature prophesize pictures and other things that I like to do ministry through. Um, so I think, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and open up my Instagram, which below will be the name of it. And because I do my nature prophesize pictures on there. So some of y'all have Instagram, but you don't have Facebook. Um, and then I'll try to do, you know, some. The